Welcome to Ready to Go with Pastor Jackie. I am your host, Reverend Dr. Jacqueline Reagan, pastor of Run with Endurance Ministries, founder of Encouraging the Prophetic Woman, and founder of the Northeast Ohio Symposium for Demon Project Research. I'm glad that you decided to tune in today. Um, I have a a very um, urgent message today. Um, something that I've been witnessing that's been a, in a crisis in our community and um, it needs to, I need to say something. I need to speak up and I'm the one to do it and I want to encourage other women ministers to, to not only just speak up but to also to model behavior that will possibly um, curtail this um, epidemic. And I want to start approaching um, this message uh, by reading you something from the Christian Bible in the book of Genesis. And uh, this account is about two sisters, uh, Rachel and Leah. And their their father, he's not a good person. Um, He tricks someone into marrying uh, both of his daughters and uh, this, this uh, person named Jacob, he only wanted the one, but the father devised a plan to uh, marry off the first daughter to Jacob and then marry off the second daughter. Um, so I want to read something to you, and maybe this will, the, this, the author of Genesis will um, be able to shed some light on this crisis that's happening in our our community. And it says, and I'm reading from chapter 29, verse um, 31. And it says, now the Lord saw that Leah was unloved and he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. Leah conceived and bore a son and named him Reuben. For he said, because the Lord has seen my affliction, surely now my husband will love me. Then she conceived again and bore a son and said, Because the Lord has heard that I am unloved, he has therefore given me this son also, so she named him Simeon. She conceived again and bore a son and said, Now this time my husband will become attached to me because I have bore him three sons. Therefore she named him Levi. And she conceived again and bore a son and said, This time I will praise the Lord. Therefore she named him Judah. Then she stopped bearing. Now, when Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children, she became jealous of her sister and said to Jacob, give me children or else I die. Then Jacob's anger burned against Rachel and he said, am I in the place of God who has withheld from you the fruit of your womb? Now, I'm reading from the NASB and and. This is, this is a crisis situation in this account, but I see this every day. As a pastor, I have a front row seat to people's lives, as pastors do, and I see this crisis situation unfolding over and over um, in our community. And even if I didn't have a front row seat to it um, in the natural, just to watch TV, just a daytime TV is just full of these shows where people come on there and they're um, having arguments with uh, other women. Women having 
arguments with each other about the guy and whose baby this is. And he was with me last. And even these court shows about um, establishing paternity. I mean, it's just gotten to be so, so ridiculous. Just, just such a crisis. And so I have to, to speak to my, my minister colleagues because we have to address this and we have to address this crisis situation and the people in the crisis. We have to find out a, a loving way to minister. We have to say to our sister, you are not what your body produces. You are not defined by the value of your body. In this account that I just read, it, is, it was the custom. Things were different then, and women were relegated to certain positions, and they were taught uh, that um, they were to be submissive to the man, and the life was all about the, the, what the husband wanted. And um, it's things, that, things have changed considerably, changed considerably. We, have, we as women have lots of opportunities but we have to take hold of the opportunity. We have lots of things that we can do. We have, we, we have education. Uh, we, have, we have ways out of our situation. But someone has to mentor the, per, the young woman or the, or the girl in such a way that her self-esteem is, is brought up um, and that she sees the value of um, taking care of herself and uh, gravitating toward things that uh, will lead to success and to wholeness and to happiness. Um, we have to find a loving way of saying, you know, girl, if, if uh, sex is your superpower, you're in for an awful life. You're in for a lot of misery. You're in for uh, such big disappointments. And when you get older, you're going to have such regrets. We have to find a loving way to, to say that. We have to um, ask the Holy Spirit to give us... Um, a conversation or give us uh, sermons that will appeal to the young woman uh, so that she doesn't believe that we're looking down on her and we're not criticizing her, but we are instead saying, you know, there, there is a better way uh, to live, a more fulfilling way to live. Um, I'm just seeing this so, so much in that women are having babies uh, they're, they're not married and, and that happens and it's always happened. But when you intentionally plan that as a way of holding on to a man, it just comes with such disappointment. And we need to, we need to say that we need to try to, um, lift our sister up as much as we possibly can and not look on her with, with disdain and not look on even the man with disdain because, you know, he's in ignorance also. And he's, he thinks that he's, got a great thing going too until the women want that money or he's in over his head in child support or when his life is miserable because the woman that he does want doesn't want him because she doesn't want to be bothered with all those baby mamas that come along with being in his life. And it does happen. And, you know, our young men need to be ministered to. But right now I just want to talk about our sisters and um, it, starts, it starts early. The conversation needs to start with the girl that's 8, 9, 10 years old. Um, we need to stop telling her, you know, you're so bossy. No, she has leadership skills. And we need to tell her, you know, you need to decide when to say what you need to say and when to back up. And I'm going to help. I'm going to groom you 
So those leadership skills will lead to great success in the future because we need her to speak up. Uh, we need to find positive ways uh, just to, to speak to, to females and to speak to each other. Um, even the woman who seems to have it all together, she needs encouragement too. Um, she needs to understand that um, that she's valued too because we don't know what kind of self-esteem issues people live with that seem to be successful. And we need to consider that we can be encouraging, even if it's just a compliment on uh, something that she's completed or something that she says that's positive um, to, to some other person. Um, this is a crisis. It is indeed a crisis. Uh, we have to say to each other, girl, God loves you. You know, that's not, the, that's not the guy for you. So just, let's just, let's just wait. Um, because we want to go the way that God is going and we don't want to give up early. We don't want to give up at all, but definitely not when we're young. We don't want to give up on having a full life, even if that doesn't even include getting married because a lot a lot of women now they're not going to get married because of mass incarceration you know our men are missing um because uh, some our men are dying off at earlier ages because of of health issues and uh because of gun violence and so our lives can still be fulfilling anyway we have to find a way to minister to the young woman so that she doesn't become discouraged and she knows that God is able and God loves her. And that the, in the times that she feels alone and she feels unloved, that God is still there and he's still present. And that she can turn to uh, the word of God. Uh, she can turn to even the songs uh, that are encouraging. She can, she can turn to uh, godly friends, older women. She has options so she doesn't have to stay alone. She doesn't have to feel alone. Um, this is the message that we have to get out. It's, it's just a terrible situation in our community where women are chasing after men, where women are deciding that the man gets to dictate how the relationship is going to be. And that's not the case. She holds the cards. She needs to value herself. And if he doesn't want to value her, or treat her in the way that she wants to be treated, then let him go on. Because if he says, well, somebody else, well, let go on to somebody else. Go on to somebody else. Because we're not going to get ahead if we give in. We're not going to have the kind of relationships that are fulfilling if we give in to the flesh, if we give in to uh, a man's desire to have us without wanting us in his life. I mean, who wants that? He wants you to invite you to his bed, but he doesn't want you in his life. No, no, we reject that in the name of Jesus. And so I just wanted to talk about that today. I just wanted you as uh, ministers of the gospel to address it um, out of love and not out of judgment and not out of pity. We don't want to pity the woman who has uh, the miserable life uh, with all the babies because she thought that the guy would love her. We don't want to pity her. No, that's not empowering either. We want to minister her to her out of love and grace. We want to minister to the young girl um, early 
uh, eight, nine, ten years old. We, we want to start building her self-esteem. Uh, we want to also model it. We want to model that for her <clears throat> because sometimes they're going to want what we have, but we have to let them know that we didn't get there on our own. We got there along with the Holy Spirit guiding us. And so I just want to urge you today to think about it. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you something, a conversation, you know, your two-minute elevator speech, you know, that you can <laughs> give <clears throat> someone that you just meet on the spur of the moment and you know you may never see him again. <clears throat> so uh, let us be mindful about it. And let us let us be let us treat it with the urgency that it deserves. Um, let's lift up and be, and and build up our, our sister, build up each other. And you know, if she already has some kids, you know, you know, tell her it's not too late. That uh, life can change. Life can be different, uh, and you can take care of your children. And that taking care of your children is a very important endeavor, far more important than than the guy. And so uh, let's find a loving way to say that. This is Reverend Dr. Jacqueline Reagan encouraging you to be the best you can be, to know that I want you to know that you are loved, you are empowered, and um, I'm praying for God's blessings uh, on you, over you, and through your life. Um, until next time, uh, be well. <laughs>